0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Going to the doctor is not a pleasant experience. No one likes waiting rooms, examinations, and copay fees. But nevertheless, going to the doctor is necessary and beneficial for good health like a mother who takes her sick children to the doctor today holy mother church in this liturgy is caring for the health of our soul did you notice the words of today's collect infirmitatem nostram they refer to our spiritual infirmity and our weakness caused by sin and pride And then the gospel offers us the healing remedy. If we follow the holy examples of the leper and the centurion, then Jesus, the divine doctor, will cure the sickness of our soul and bring us to spiritual health. So today, let's learn how to be good patients of Christ, our doctor so that our souls can receive the healthy healing they need. Now, Jesus, our doctor, begins by putting his scalpel on that most sensitive area. He touches that type of pride, which consists in an exaggerated sense of our own self-worth. We are often sensitive about what we think we rightly deserve, and we are quick to demand what we think we are entitled to. However, Jesus warns us that the children of the kingdom will not necessarily sit at the heavenly banquets. The undeserving ones will be cast out. We are not automatically worthy of heaven, Heaven is not something we are entitled to. Rather, salvation is a gift. A gift which we must work to merit. We can become worthy of heaven by following the example of the leper and the centurion according to a three-step plan for healing and health of soul. The first step to curing our prideful self-sufficiency begins with faith. The divine doctor can only heal the soul who truly believes in him. If we are too independent, if we are too self-sufficient, if we do not turn toward God, then he cannot help us. We will fall flat on our face as we have time and time again. And we have no one else to blame except ourselves, because we are not good patients at that spiritual doctor office. But both the leper and the centurion address Christ as Lord. Did you notice that? They did not say master, they did not say teacher like the Pharisees do, but they say Lord, Kyrie in Greek. They say, Lord, to show their faith in Christ as God. This faith is likewise accompanied by great humility. The Gospel says that the leper made an act of adoration before Christ. And the centurion confessed, Domine non sum denius, Lord, I am not worthy. And the moment the centurion declared his unworthiness, that was the moment when the healing could then take place. When we ourselves profess our own unworthiness in the sight of God, perhaps in a good confession, perhaps in an honest apology given to an offended neighbor, uh, perhaps by admitting that we were wrong, when we confess our unworthiness, also perhaps simply by acknowledging our limitations, then the humility of professing our unworthiness attracts the mercy of God. When we acknowledge that we are lepers, then Christ can heal us. He can heal us of our pride, our anger, and our, dis- our discouragement, if we have the humility to declare, Domine non sundinus, Lord, I am not worthy. We are not independent and self-sufficient, no. But confessing our unworthiness before God is the first step to help us find true self-worth and the great value of our immortal soul in the eyes of God, Saying, Lord, I am not worthy, is the first step, the step of faith by which we can approach healing and good health. Secondly, the leper and the centurion are models of the virtue of hope. When the leper says, Lord, if it is your will, you can heal me, his faith takes a step further helping the leopard to respect the will of God and helping him to entrust his well-being into the goodness of God. And the centurion, his faith also leads him to great hope and unlimited confidence in what the divinity of Christ can do. The centurion has full trust that the healing power of Jesus can work wonders even from miles away. So we who believe in Christ, we must also trust that His divine goodness will help us in the way which is most beneficial for our salvation, even if we ourselves cannot see exactly how that is possible. Like the leper and the centurion, let's deepen our trust in the divine power of the God who loves us. And if the divine doctor seems to delay our cure, he may be testing our faith. He may be inviting our faith, which is still weak, to grow into hopeful trust and greater confidence in him. So faith, hope, and thirdly, The leper and the centurion are models of charity. The centurion is not asking for himself, but he's showing charity by seeking the cure of another, his servant. And while the leper demonstrates love by his obedience to the law, obedience, loving obedience, according to which he offers a sacrifice of gratitude in the temple. So, such is the three-step plan to healing and health of soul, exercising faith, hope, and charity. The three theological virtues which make us good patients in that doctor's office. The three virtues which move the heart of Jesus, the divine doctor, to work a cure So we see in the gospel, Christ then heals the leper by touching his diseased and rotting flesh. And this touch of Jesus has powerful meaning. Powerful meaning because, according to the Jewish law, it was forbidden to touch lepers. But Jesus has come with divine authority to establish a new and a higher law of charity, to supersede the old law of Moses while fulfilling it and perfecting the old law. That touch of Jesus reminds us of that touch of God the Father that gave life to Adam. Jesus is working a new creation, a spiritual creation, in the healing of this leper. And the touch of the Lord's hand is not indispensable in person. But Jesus can also touch from afar. Christ can also heal at a distance because he is the creator of all humanity. And by healing the centurion's servant, Jesus shows that he can cure even those souls who are far distant from him. Jesus can cure our own souls when we come to confession his healing power is not confined to Palestine 2,000 years ago, but because he can cure the centurion servant at a distance, he can also cure spiritually our souls here today, 2,000 years later, across space and time. And even we have confidence that that healing touch of Jesus can even cure those souls who are not currently in the state of grace, but who are far removed from him. Do not underestimate what the power of the healing touch of Jesus can do. As long as we are good intercessors, that we are praying for those distant souls, we can be sure that sooner or later, the hand of Christ will touch them as well. So in that way, we are called to be intercessors. We are called to be good spiritual centurions, to help souls around us to find the way back to God and to a full spiritual health. So, dear friends, for we who are infirm and weak in our spiritual sickness, let us realize that today the liturgy is teaching us how to imitate the leper and how to imitate the centurion. At Holy Mass each day, we invoke Jesus as Lord when we repeat the Kyrie eleison, nine times, three times three being a perfect number. And the words of the centurion, Domine non sum vinius, Lord, I am not worthy. These words are repeated at Mass, not once, not thrice, but six times at each Mass, just before Communion the number six being an unworthy number in itself because it is one short of the perfect number seven. So, the Kyrie and the Domine Non Sondinius, the church is teaching us to follow in the footsteps of the centurion and of the leper to obtain, through faith, hope, and charity, the healing power of Christ's grace. So let us be sure that we repeat these words often, not only here at Holy Mass, but even throughout our daily lives. Kyrie eleison, Domine non sumdinius. Lord, I am not worthy. And we can then be reassured that the hand of Christ is there to help and heal us. And so with faith, hope, and charity, let us approach Christ, our divine doctor, and today, let us confess, let us acknowledge before him the leprosy of our soul. And that, like St. Paul says, all too often, we are prideful in our own conceits. But we have the remedy on the lips of the leper and the centurion. Kyrie eleison, domine non dignus. And let us beware that here in the community of the Shrine of Christ the King as we work to rebuild our home church, as we work to extend our mission and to bring more souls into our family, that we ourselves are being tested. We are being tested by our Lord, but that the remedy is to be found in faith, hope, and charity in imitating the leper and the centurion. And then, if we truly try to be souls of faith, hope, and charity, we can be sure that the right hand of God, which we invoke in the collect and in the offertory antiphon of today's Mass, that same right hand of God is visibly present with us here in the right hand of Christ, our infant King. He whose right hand is extended to bless us, to help us, to lead us on the journey, not only of rebuilding our shrine, but also that right hand is extended in blessing to help us on our spiritual journey to heaven and to help us to bring many souls around us to the help and the healing of God's grace. And so, dear friends, let us persevere and let us ask Mary Most Holy for the help we need to practice, to exercise faith, hope, and charity so that our souls can receive the health And the healing of Christ in this world. And then we can be made worthy by his divine grace. To receive our place at the heavenly banquet table. There with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. There with our patron saints. And our guardian angels. At that heavenly banquet table. In the life of the world to come. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son. And of the Holy Ghost. Amen.